My name is Nadia and uh, today I'm supposed to be sharing with you uh, how to make nice coffee when you have more than 100 baristas. Yeah, this sounds crazy, I know that, but <laughs> what should we do? A uh, little bit of, uh, about, about Coffee Mania for the first, because maybe some of you that don't know uh, what is it. So it's a chain of coffee shops in the very center of Moscow. Now we have 16 of them and uh, soon we're opening another one. 17 is really beautiful. They are different, they have different designs and they are nice. Uh, most of them are open for 24 hours and most of them have more than uh, one coffee machine because uh, our barista is really busy. And so we have our, owner, our own roastery, confectionery, bakery and stuff. But uh, coffee shop is probably not the best word to describe who we are because uh, we have really nice menu with lots of uh, nice food, wine, desserts and non-coffee beverages. But the first page in our menu is still coffee page and the, this list is quite big, and, which is unusual I know for Europe. Um, we have uh, in overall more than uh, 1,000 employees in Coffee Mania and we roast about one and a half tons per week for us, only for us. And uh, we brew around uh, 15,000 cups per day if to take all coffee menus. <laughs> yeah. So, there are several uh, departments in coffee menu and one of them is a uh, barista department and I am part of it. So we have... Uh, oops. Yes, we have six people and... Uh, uh, we are in charge of everything uh, what's happening behind the bar. So we roast coffee, we create menu, we teach all our stuff, uh, I don't know, buy equipment, glasses and everything, everything. But teaching stuff, of course, is the biggest part of our job. So uh, I would like to share with you how do we make it work. And if some of you will find something interesting uh, or useful, I will be really happy. For us, it seems like uh, it there are four parts. Teach, control, be online and inspire. And uh, I'm not sure which one of them is more or less important because it will not work with uh, any one of them. And I'd like to start with uh, how do we teach our baristas? Uh, and their amount is uh, growing all the time, by the way. Um, before teach someone, uh, we really need to be sure that uh, this is the person uh, who thinks the same way with us, this is the person who we can trust to, and this is the person who we want to work with for years, because, yeah, we actually do this. And uh, that is why before teach someone, we really need to select someone. Probably this sounds crazy for someone, but not for us, because we don't have a lot of time to, you know, for making mistakes. So, before teach someone, we uh, select people and uh, as, as I said, we have lots of non-coffee beverages behind the bar and most of them are really uh, difficult to prepare and they are signature. So, 
a person who makes them, we call him a specialist. And the only way to become a barista in Coffee Mania is to start as a specialist and work as a specialist at least for three months. Uh, learning lots of uh, interesting things like uh, all the recipes, uh, all the theories. So they learn lots about tea, coffee, alcohol, wine. So they get a lot of interesting information in case uh, they like to learn, of course. And uh, they also uh, learn how to work clean and fast before they touch coffee. So we can understand that they are use not useless. Uh, how to connect with people, especially with busy times, it might be stressful. So they have to, you know, work together in as a one, as a one team. And uh, also, we just uh, we need this time to know him better, so we did so we wouldn't work, uh, like lose time with him. And uh, the next step, if uh, the specialist wants to become a barista, he's trying to prove it by making. Uh, well, this is our kind of exam in the training center. So he comes to the training center. He says, I want to make coffee. Mm, we say, oh, yes, uh, like prove it. And he makes uh, the most you know, difficult uh, beverages from our menu and some alternative brewing. And also he tells us like theory. What does he know already about all the products? And uh, this is actually not uh, this. This is difficult to go through this exam and uh, most of them uh, have to try again and again, like next month, next month, but it's worth it. Uh, so if, uh, if it was successful, uh, he, he finally become a um, student, uh, which means that uh, he doesn't work at all uh, behind the bar, so he spends all his free time to learn how to make coffee. That is all he does. Sorry. And our educational program for barista takes nine weeks. And we divided it uh, for three parts. And this is a score sheet for uh, all three parts. This is in Russian, sorry, but I can explain. <laughs> so we divided it for three parts. And first of them we called black level. And this is this. This is here. And. Uh, all, his, all, all the time he spends learning how to extract coffee from, from the very beginning, from how to hold the temper, because well, most of them do not know how to do it, to how to extract coffee, to get the connection between what, I mean, what to do to get this or this, what's going on between water and coffee inside the filter filter. So uh, it, it, it really need, uh, it takes time to get this. And well, actually he, the student has this time. Uh, so he doesn't touch milk or something else. And uh, the next part is white level, uh, the shortest part. Uh, he just, uh, he's trying to get how to steam nice milk, which is also not easy <laughs> for, for the beginning. So he gets what is, uh, what is perfect milk, what is uh, nice temperature, what is, how to mix it uh, and stuff, well, you know this. And the, the, the last uh, level, we call it black and white. This is the longest level and the most difficult probably because he's still uh, learning how to extract coffee and also how to pour milk inside uh, espresso, uh, which also is not uh, easy because uh, you need to mix it well and you also need to, to do nice picture on the top. Otherwise, you, you I mean, our barista do not serve it. And uh, in the end of each part, he gets a kind of grant for for getting through it because he doesn't work and he needs some money I don't know for living <laughs>
Well, and after nine weeks, we find sometimes longer. We finally have a new barista. But it wouldn't work without our experienced barista because this is important thing. We started to use our experienced barista as a trainers. Otherwise, <laughs> no chance we could uh, teach more than 100 baristas. And uh, this is uh, good in several ways. First of all, they can uh, make some extra money. Uh, they can learn a lot because uh, you all know that uh, you learn a lot while teaching someone. This is the best way to learn. And it's also helpful for us. But uh, of course, uh, we've, we, we look after them. So they didn't do it by themselves. It's also with our responsibility. So this is how we do. This is how we teach them. But uh, this is uh, not enough. Uh, because we really need to control them. And uh, if you talk about 16 coffee shops, and they are open for 24 hours, and we need to sleep well knowing that coffee is nice, you need to, to find some ways to control and uh, be sure that everything is okay. So we divided all the coffee shop for four of us, for girls, and uh, each of us is a kind of curator of uh, four coffee shops, so we look after them, so we chat with them all the time. And the first useful thing is the Barista Journal, you, you probably do this too. So, yeah, they just put, put some you know, notes about settings, uh, what did they do, how was it, uh, date of roasting and stuff, uh, every day, every day and uh, several times per day. So they can use it inside coffee shop. If uh, someone cannot get nice coffee, he can just check what was before or something. Uh, they also put some notes about equipment if they had some problems. And uh, for us, it's useful because we can use it as a history to, to look what, what, what was happening when we were on vacation, for, for example. The next thing is uh, even more useful. This is a Google journal, which we created for sharing with, uh, so, so um, every coffee shop could uh, find, uh, find out what's going <laughs> Not clear enough. <laughs> yeah, because we, we have different coffee machines. So we divided it, like we have Strata team, Sines team, Adonis, Marista team, so, and they share with their settings. They also describe it. Uh, they even put marks. Uh, how, how good is it uh, or something? And um, yeah, and for us it's uh, good because we can check uh, what's going on like from ev anywhere. So we don't have to be in the in the shop. And uh, uh, the only thing you should do to make it work is to make all the bar managers to fill it every day, which is already not difficult because there are 30 people and you need to be strict. Um, this one is the, the best thing ever. You, you, everybody can afford it. Uh, every barista uh, sends his settings, picture of uh, uh, cappuccino, espresso, and uh, I don't know, like how many grams, uh, everything, and uh, describes his espresso. And uh, that is how we know that, uh -huh, okay, everything is okay, I can sleep well. <laughs> or every, if everything is not okay, I can, uh, give some advice. So if I can see that uh, something is like temperature is it's too low and in my opinion so I will chat with him and uh, he will probably change it so we are like uh, in connect um, all the time. They can do it by iMessage uh, which is really useful or by email anyway. This is the most effect, uh, effective uh, you know, way to, to, to know what's going on and to control and to help. Social networks suddenly started to be useful. 
because, especially Instagram, because uh, fortunately people like to share which, uh, with each other what they eat and drink and stuff. They don't even know that uh, these pictures are not really nice, but I can see it and I can see also when did it happen, which coffee shop, and I can call them and ask uh, why, guys, did you do this? And, uh, well, yeah. This is we made for, for sh to show them that this is what we can do and this is what we actually serve. And uh, there is no reason to serve this and if we <laughs> can do this, why would we? And um, yeah, this is actually not fun because uh, this cup of not nice coffee is already on the table so I cannot do anything. And, uh, but I can use it like an ex as a, a, an experience in, in the future. Being online is also here we are uh, important because uh, to teach and let go is uh, so not enough they need to be uh, to feel our uh, like that uh, they need to feel that they are not alone behind the bar just coffee machine coffee and that's it uh, they really like uh, when we visit them so sometimes we just, uh, we, we try to go to the coffee shop several times per week to just try espresso chat, to, I don't know, discuss something, some, I don't know, news about coffee or something, so they could feel that um, uh, they are not alone. They like uh, when we drink their coffee, the, so they appreciate attention from us. We also try to go behind the bar, which is uh, also, yeah, you, you should do it, to go because pictures are different from the, like, from the guests and from the inside, there are diff different pictures, and we need to make sure that uh, everything is okay. And sometimes it's also useful um, uh, because you can uh, show them uh, one more time. You can show them uh, an, an example of being a good barista, some like uh, holding cups for handles or waiting doors or something, so they can see that you do it. Uh, you're not just talking about it, so it's probably. Mm, important thing, so they can, so they will do it too. Mm, it's uh, it's all about being online. Uh, we also have open cuppings every week for everybody who wants. It's just in the training center. They feel free to come uh, whenever they want. Uh, they do uh, whatever they want. So uh, if uh, we have something interesting, we call them. Uh, or we, for example, we um, uh, try our espresso, uh, like espresso blend. So we separate it for uh, all the like parts, and we try it uh, separately with milk, without milk, and we discuss why do we put this amount of Ethiopia in espresso because this gives these things and stuff. So they like it's interesting for them, not for all of them, unfortunately. We also have nice meetings. We call them six o'clock coffee. Uh, with our one of our bar managers, her name is Anna, and uh, when we have some you know interesting samples or coffee from around the world, sometimes, yeah, I remember the box from has been, <laughs> thank you, it was huge. Uh, we just uh, call them and brew them and uh, also have fun, maybe with some pizza or something. But it's also all about coffee, and we we being together, we we're talking about coffee, we uh, discuss it, and uh, this is nice. It keeps them like, involved. Inspire. Uh, people do different things to inspire uh, stuff, and uh, there are lots of ways. We uh, mm. this picture is from 
the final of uh, Coffee Mania team uh, barista champs. Champ, barista champ. So it was like only in Coffee Mania. And uh, <clears throat> uh, the team of winners went to Ethiopia as a prize uh, to for the harvesting. So they were really happy. We also tried to, uh, yes, it was Ethiopia. <laughs> We also have some, you know, Russian champions. Uh, we also have some world prizes, which means that uh, they can go behind the bar doing something else, something interesting. So we try to inspire them this way. Maybe there are other ways. I don't know. <laughs> Just, there are many ways. Yeah, this is the last picture. This is our just not all of them. This is just our baristas. Well, uh, as a result, I'd like to say that um, two things you will need to, to do this work um, is passion, because uh, they need to uh, see that uh, you believe in what you're saying. Uh, they need to see that your eyes are sparkling or some, uh, otherwise they will not believe you and it will not work. So you will tell them take cups for handle and uh, you, you can tell it in different ways. Uh, and yes, there is a way they will not listen to you especially if uh, it is more than 100 baristas. And patience, patience, patience. Uh, because uh, you have to be really prepared to... <laughs> you have to be prepared to repeat one simple things, uh, thing a uh, thousand of times and stay calm. Like, like everything is okay. You just do this. Do this, do this, and yes, it will work at some point. Yeah, and I also heard that uh, it's, it's probably English saying that uh, your bar is as good as your word barman. Do you do you know? Yeah, well, yeah, the same about coffee. Unfortunately for us, because we have lots of baristas, but yes, our coffee is as good as our worst barista. So we have a lot of work, and uh, this is probably it. Uh, if you found something useful, I'm happy. If you have some questions, I'm open. Thank you. Well done. Pardon? That was well done. Hard. That was amazing. Oh, come on. Yeah, that was, that was brilliant. I mean, super well done. I am not going to do any presentations in Russia in Russian, if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely speak English, so that was, that's amazing to be able to do that and, and, and yeah, be so oh, confident. Thanks. Well done. I was You're taking notes, so I'm not just texting my mother here. I'm actually no way. So, I mean, I, we, as Colin said at the start, we, we were lucky enough to visit the shops um, uh, twice now, actually, which yeah. has been great. Um, the 24-hour thing intrigues me. It seems very much a Moscow thing. Like, it, 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 are you busy in those whole 24 hours? Yeah, otherwise we wouldn't open. <laughs> very good answer. I'm sorry if it was rude. <laughs> I, I just find that really interesting that people are wanting to drink coffee at 4 o'clock in the morning. That's... What can I say? They're crazy. They, they live in Moscow. <laughs> I, uh, Moscow is definitely a crazy yeah. city. It, it, yeah. I, I didn't understand Moscow at all. Like, you don't have to understand. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Just come and visit. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got, Colin has notes. But just on that, um, so does your price change uh, the later you get? Because I know like any restaurants are, that say open late in Ireland, there's always a price hike after certain hours. You mean price change from coffee shop to coffee shop? Or what? No, so like if I go into Coffee Mania during the day, is it cheaper than it is no. at night time? Same price Why all the time. Why well, would okay. we change? Do you practice it in Lila? Well, we personally don't, but a lot of places do. They, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. They say that the cost of running a place when it's less busy is, is more, but no. I think there's also additional 
uh, staffing costs, I guess, because yeah. people are going to really yeah. want to pay more to work yeah. nights. But you know, uh, sometimes it's uh, better to uh, stay in coffee shop and get salary for, for, the, ni for the night than yeah. to get uh, money for taxi because the subway is closed. Okay. It's, yeah, so it's right. kind of equal. Um, nine weeks. It's too much. I don't know. It's kind of a. I don't want to say. You it's know impressive. What? Uh, it's impressive. I would. We have lots of different, you know, coffee-based beverages, and uh, there are different recipes. So they need time to learn it, and maybe I, that I, is I, why. I, well, I do think we expect staff to kind of learn on the job, which is a bad thing for the customer. You know, the, the customer should be getting the person that's trained. Yeah, you know, yeah. And knows what yeah, they're yeah. doing. We don't want to train customers. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. And, and I think about. In, in the context of my roasteries, when we have new staff, quite often I um, we're training on the job, and that's not a good thing. It, it, it and you question. send it to Coffee Mania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're sending uh, your staff are sending. Uh, I'm stealing this, by the way. Your staff are sending you pictures and um, notes yeah. on their extraction yields and their. Yeah, yeah. How much does it change, and is it up to them to change it? Like, is there what's the variance that you allow tolerate? Well, uh, it helps us to understand by them. I mean, uh, when, when you do this uh, every day, uh, the next time you can, uh, I don't know, to look at the settings and, and imagine what is it, like, what does it taste like? So, yeah, it, it changed a lot. Yeah, they, on, they not only uh, send us settings, they also like being connected with us. So during this they, they work day, they, they like to, to talk with someone they respect <laughs> and uh, to get some advices, and especially if the, uh, these advices will work. Yeah, they are really grateful for this. Uh, and in, I know uh, just from talking to you where we were over that there's a lot of problems with water quality in, in Moscow. How do you deal with that? We buy water. You buy water. So I already knew the answer to this, but I think it's really interesting. Yeah, we, you, how, we, like, uh, we so also create our own recipe for, I mean, the, the company who supplies water for us, they created a recipe we ordered. So they do this like special water only for us, not for anybody else. And do you like, uh, so it gets delivered in little bottles this size? And you yeah. That's incredible. 20 liters, yeah. Wow. Why? 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 <laughs> I don't know. Well, we're lucky. Don't I mean, it I just comes out of the tap yeah, and it's great. Some so. things I, I I do not know. I don't know. I don't notice some interesting things in my you know in my well, company because thing, yeah, I, I see it every day. So, so it's about, interesting to yeah. The thing I found so impressed about Coffee Media was that I got there. It was amazing, and everybody was like, "Is it?" They were just. Like, it was just this this oh, sense okay. of achievability and just this ease of what was being done. And um, I until then I think really had had this. Uh, we've been talking about this a lot this week about. I just presumed the quality was always going to be in low volume, but like you guys are clearly doing big volume and doing it very well. Yeah, but uh, you know, for me, I, I don't feel like uh, I work in you know in big corporation because it sounds like fifteen thousand cups. I when, when I heard it, what? <laughs> because I, I I couldn't imagine it, and uh, I feel like I work uh, like in family because I know every barista, I know their name, I I talk to them, I see them every day. So for me, it's not like something huge. I, I was really interested in the Instagram thing. So you're actively looking on Instagram. Yeah, hashtag Kofmanian. Wow. We did that as well. There's a, there's a website. If any of you run coffee shops, there's one called um, spots.io. And it's, um, it's, it basically sucks in photographs from Facebook and Instagram. And uh, you punch in the name of your shop, and all the photographs will come up of that place. And it's kind of like, it's a really good way of assessing quality because yeah. you can yeah. kind of go, yeah. Like there's a guy in our, sh in our shop who had a propensity to pour these really odd designs that we told him he couldn't. And I went online one day and there was a photograph posted that day. <laughs> and I went down with my phone and I was like, what's this? And he was I like, I have proof. Uh, <laughs> it was for my cousin. I'm like, 
But uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's a. Uh, do you ever, do you ever kind of stop and go? I'd love to work in a coffee shop with just five seats and that's it. Or is 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 a big? Uh, it's a. Uh, is the volume the thing that drives you? Uh, it's up to our owner. <laughs> His name is Igor in and. Uh, he wants to stop each time, but he cannot stop because uh, the suggestions of uh, places are really, really nice. He cannot just say no. It's such a nice place. Yeah. They are beautiful coffee shops. Thank you. I, I remember when we first arrived in Moscow, and uh, uh, I forget who was. Oh, we're gonna go and have gonna have something to eat at uh, Coffee Mania. And I was like, oh, I, I want I want to eat food. Like, yeah. I don't want to yeah. And I went in, and he was just like, Oh yeah. my. How do you balance being a bar, being a restaurant, and being a coffee shop? Is it an easy? Well, I actually I don't balance. It's uh, again, it's owner because he there is no little thing for him. Everything is important, and um, every word inside the menu is uh, uh, I mean because of his permission. He tried everything. He knows uh, how does it uh, taste like, and uh, he also traveling around the coffee shops and uh, try things and. Uh, I only do, you know, bar thing. I don't know how does he do everything else. He's just genius. <laughs> so, what are your ambitions for Coffee Mania? Like, what in terms of the coffee offering? Like, Pardon? what Pardon? are your ambitions? What, what, what's next for the coffee offering? Where do you want to go with it? Uh, personally, me, I want to roast more. Do you, ro do, you do you roast all of your coffee, or you buy some in, or? Yeah, w uh, you mean Coffee Mania? Yeah. Yes, we do roast all. Yeah. yeah. But you personally we, we would like to roast more. Hmm? You personally would like to roast more. Yeah, it, it seems to be a common thing amongst uh, baristas that want to, to get that progression. You know, not often, actually. I don't hear it often that, uh, well, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I kind of hear all, all the roasters want to be baristas and all the baristas want to be roasters. It's kind of, it's grass is greener on the other side. Yeah, we're going to have a job swap <laughs> next week and see what happens. <laughs> With bad consequences. Um, so the Moscow coffee scene, what, what, are, there, are there other coffee shops, I know the answer to this one too I guess, that no, are no. doing quality as well <laughs> in, in Moscow? Are there places that are doing it equally as a good job and keeping you being good? Yeah, I cannot compare, I think, but uh, there are nice, uh, nice coffee in Moscow, there are more and more places with nice coffee, yeah. But yeah. There seems to be a real community there. I mean, me and Colin Wet came across and did our uh, presentations. Yeah, this nice little place. And we were expecting 15 people. And 60 turned up. I think it was more. Was it? Yeah. It was, it was crazy. Like, we were expecting 15. Um, and it was, like, way down the back. And, got, and yeah. everybody was asking questions. So when we came off, everybody wanted to answer that. You know, and it was question, and question. It's it was very educated questions as well. It wasn't just, like, what's your favorite cappuccino or something. It was, like, very oh, come specific. Come on, they are fans. But, like, they're very, the questions were, there's a very educated standard. Like, I'd never seen it like that anywhere before, so I was really impressed. Which means these lot have a lot, a lot to live up to, so have you got any questions that you'd like to ask Nadia about Coffee Mania and what they do there? And Hi, how old are you? Hi. Ah. Hi, how are you? Fine, thank you. Excellent. Um, first thing I say, I was lucky to be in Coffee Mania. I cannot hear you. Hold it close like that. Okay. Oh, I, yes. I was lucky enough to be in Cafe Mania a few times, and uh, the attention to detail that you have in your cafes is absolutely phenomenal. No, thank you. I have never seen anything like it. In my view, you have the best cafes in the world. Oh, come on. Uh, I think absolutely astonishing in every aspect. Say it louder. The bar, the food, the coffee, thank the attention for the water, but most of, most of all, your boilers are absolutely fantastic. 
Yeah. Was, uh, we Joseph. created them. <laughs> um, I'd like to ask, what age are you? I'm 30. 30. Oh. Thank you for the question. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, one question over here. Are you? Hi. Sounds very impressive what you're doing. How do you in Cafe Mania incorporate sort of individual barista flair in something that sounds very organized and very controlled? How do we? I, uh, I'm not like sure that I got that. In my coffee shop, all my baristas are trying to be really creative. And how so do you. It's like being barista is something cool? Or so you you yeah, talking they, about that? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I like, are they allowed to express themselves in the shop, or they have to follow clear rules? Ah, uh, well, you know there are some rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, otherwise, yeah, with our sizes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they find it still interesting. If they really love coffee, not uh, uh, not uh, you know the everything, uh, not that being cool. If they like coffee, they they, they will. It, it will be interesting for them. Yeah. How much does somebody have to pay for a coffee if they come to Coffee Mania? What's the cost per cup, uh, say, for a cappuccino? We didn't pay, obviously. Oh. <laughs> what? So we didn't pay, obviously. <laughs> uh, I, I need to count. I, in euros, it will be six euros. Six euros. <laughs> but it's kind of like, it's worth it, though. But, but yeah, but it's like... Seems like... But they, then they you know, you know, you're getting something specialty when you like. This is the whole price thing again. By well the like, cookies. you put it in context. You go to a football match and you get a watery beer in a cracked plastic glass. That's six euros. So you get a coffee mania. And you get this beautiful fit out. The service is excellent. The coffee is excellent, and it's really comfortable. Uh, it's a wonderful place to sit. Yeah, and, it's the and, same, and th so. this price doesn't stop people. So why would we? <laughs> exactly. And there's no Mexican waves either. So. Colin, I think it's not just a cup, eh? it's the whole experience that you have in this place. And this place is amazing. I've been there three times, I think, last year. So the, the quality starts from the time that you will enter inside the store. It's not just a cup. Eh? It's a it was a question? <laughs> I think he was just giving you a Thank compliment. You. Can we have any other questions? One more from Brian here. Let's do some exercise. So. Every one of the shops is designed differently. Are, are the menus standard, though, across all of them? Like all the menu items and the, the different coffee drinks and food, are, are they the same for every location? For every, they, they are the same. Yeah. OK, yeah. so it's just the, the, the design of the yeah, interior that's just different. Yeah, the design, the atmosphere, the machines, and yeah. OK. I, I've got a question about the machines. So I came in, and you go into like most coffee shops, and they kind of have an affiliation to a machine. But you guys actually embrace having yeah. different machines. Is there a reason for doing that? Is there? Uh, well, you know, before, yeah, several years ago, we, there were only only one kind of machines. But then we suddenly realized that uh, there are lots of different, and they are nice. And uh, we have one our favorite, which we're trying to put everywhere. But uh, we don't have enough, uh, you know, uh, space behind the bar to put uh, that machine and. Yeah, so it depends on like design, on the bar. So uh, uh, every one of them is uh, making nice coffee. So I, I think every one of them has its own personality as well. I mean, I only got to see three of them, but all three were very different. Um, Coffee, but the yeah. same, 
you know, the same quality ethos. We're trying, but had, yeah. had a different feeling inside of them, which I thought was, was really good. So um, we sponsored for this, this event so we could put the stage on by Breville. And they've got it. But we don't have to clap for them or anything. It's really good. We get questions from people on the internet um, called Ask the Experts. Maybe some of the baristas are going to start asking you different and questions. And we even have a flash little graphic for it, which is, which is cool. And this is coming from Dale Harris, who ha he's here. So uh, Dale should ask himself. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me? Um, so it's a bit tongue in cheek, but I'm interested in your answer. So as a prom. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, well, now we start to talk about men and women. <laughs> well, they are they are different. But if you talk about making coffee, no, they are not. So, well, like this, uh, the women in coffee thing comes up a lot, especially with barista competitions. Like nobody mm. in the top twelve. In Russia, yes. But in, in Russia, it does. It, most of the barista champions have been women. Is that right? Uh, all, all, almost all of them. The last one was a, a guy, and yeah. Yeah. Other and uh, but then you look at like WBC in the top twelve this year were, were all guys, and I couldn't watch. Yeah. All guys. It's terrible. Like, it's but terrible. do you think it's an issue that we need to talk about, or no. is it? No. A good barista is a good barista. Pardon? A good barista is yeah. a good barista. Yeah. I think it's. I agree. So the next question is, what is the coffee culture in Russia like? Oh, well, we've, I guess we've already asked that one uh, a little bit, but. So the coffee culture, do, are you friends with other stores? Uh, do you talk, do other baristas talk to other baristas from different shops? Uh, you know, uh, we are not en enemies, <laughs> but, but we don't, uh, you know, work with, in each other shops. Don't know why, we just do not do it. But how about baristas? Do baristas from other shops talk to other baristas and like get together? Uh, not, they, they visit other shops, but uh, it's not like this, you know, like, uh, nice big community yet i think it will change soon but not yet it's set picture actually <laughs> is specialty coffee for the wealthy middle class or is it for everybody and should this be different and this is from rolf patterson in the uk what so <laughs> is coffee uh and i guess he's talking about in russia mm -hmm. focused on middle class and rich people or or is coffee for everybody like you know like your shops, I guess, are aimed at. Yeah, I don't know oh, what okay. uh, what other shops brew specialty or not. Yeah. But if you talk about six euros, I don't think it's for. You don't need to be a millionaire to buy a cappuccino. <laughs> it's uh, six euros is is affordable, I guess, for everybody. And do you think it's possible to to latte our quality milk at home? Uh, I want to be I want to be able to pour a rosetta, but I can't seem to get it right. That's Jamie Davis in the UK. So on a home machine, can He's you so do latte art? <laughs> I haven't tried, James. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this is, we get a range of people watching this from you know, industry folk to people at home. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you, you've steamed milk on a home machine before. Yeah, yeah, and it was very difficult. And, um, but I think there is a chance to do it. Yeah, definitely. I think you, uh, the way we always say is that you, you steam with your ears. Mm -hmm. So like you listen to the sound of the milk gives you a good indication. If, if it's screeching, you have enough foam, and if if it's too kind of, <laughs> you, you've got too much. So you can come to the coffee shop and look how do they do it, and exactly. like, 
and go back to home. Yeah, I think people will be surprised. YouTube is full of videos on, you yeah. know, on how to steam milk way. at home. So, yeah. Jamie, have a look on YouTube, search for latte art and, and home machines, and I'm sure you'll find something. And isn't that better than clapping sponsors? So that's, that's yeah. the question, Zoba. I, I think it's a very good thing. So, um, thank yeah. you. Uh, Thank you. It was an amazing presentation. I think lots of people take stuff away from that. Yeah, it was um, super impressive. It was so great to look around and see everybody going, wow. Yeah. Very, very impressive. So I think... Uh, um, and it is definitely one of the most amazing coffee shops I've ever visited, but also one of the most unique. And I think you do an amazing job at Coffee Mania. So please, Thank a big you. round of applause for Nadia. Thank you.